Happy Monday, everybody. This is Mary Clark. Welcome to my podcast, Mother Mary Monday. Every Monday, I'll share discovery stories, life lessons, and encourage you to seek and find your best you. It's Monday. Fashion month is over. It's October, and I have on a sweater, and that makes me very happy because fall is my favorite time of year. It feels great to be doing a podcast again. It's almost impossible to, in the midst of that time, take the time to do this. I'm sure we'll master it by next fashion month season, but in the meantime, it just feels great to be back. I, it was a really different and good and wonderful fashion month. Um, For me, I did New York, came home, got the tribute ball kind of rolling more, and then joined everybody in Paris for the length of Paris. So I was there for 10 days, and that was so wonderful because, (laughs) I mean, let's face it, it's always wonderful to be in Paris. And this year, in uh, New York and in Paris, we had a friend traveling with us documenting. That's a whole other story, but it was so interesting to have somebody who has never done that before, who's not a model or a parent, but somebody literally from the outside in a different profession to experience what it really is to navigate through what is a very um, exciting time. There's a lot going on. Fashion Month is very a big part of the fashion calendar. And for a model, there's so many moving parts to it. Castings, fittings, shows. There's highs, there's lows, there's disappointments. There's, oh, there's, so, there's options, which the, what that means is you are on a list to potentially get something, and then maybe at the end it falls through. Um, or at the, at the end, maybe it confirms, and that's a really exciting thing. I realized this time more than ever, we've had a few people recently talk about how, and I appreciate this, that our my podcast, even though it's not specifically about modeling and fashion, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but it's all applicable no matter what. Um, personally and professionally. And I realized this time in particular, having somebody there and observe the mental part of what it takes for us as good mother agents to really be there in the long haul and talk a seasoned model who's been doing it for a while, some that are doing extremely successfully, all the way to the brand new face who's never done this before, and the mental part of what that is. Castings are, it's been a while since we went to a casting. Back in the day when we were traveling and the models were younger, um, we literally would go and, and sit at castings, which can be hours long. They can be really short and abrupt. The casting that we went to in Paris, we were there about an hour. Um, It was a larger casting. There was a lot of girls. You see them come in and in and out of the room. And it's it's kind of a fascinating um, human nature observing case study of 
how you can walk into a room and without saying a word, you can see she doesn't feel confident or this one's been doing this a while and feels great or Jeff made an observation about a girl and he was like, wow, she has everything except the confidence and that is a universal thing. I, if you, if, if you haven't seen this, I, I really recommend, um, because now I don't, I'm, I'm sure it's on YouTube or it, it's CBS Sunday morning, which I refer to all the time because I love, love, love it. And yesterday they did an interview with Lizzo who is so fantastic and so talented. And I always love to hear a backstory. I love to know, how did you end up here? One of the things that was very cool too, which again, this is applicable in a modeling career. This is applicable in an entrepreneurial endeavor. This is applicable to anything. She talked about how she toured forever and nobody knew who she was. And also that people gave her a lot of advice and direction of what she should do, as she said, because I'm a bigger girl. And that when she found the confidence to go, I feel beautiful in my own skin, I feel confident about my talent, and I'm going to unapologetically 100% be myself, well, that is, <laughs> it's immeasurable what that does. People would tell us, and it was cool, too, to, to have somebody observe in a casting, too, that do all these big shows go to the most beautiful girl that walks into the room? No. It, it, it goes, the, these castings, first of all, they go to a look that they're looking for, but also it goes to that person that learns how to own themselves. Or if they aren't naturally confident, they put the effort in to learn how to appear to be, and eventually that manifests in, um, in powerful ways. We had a really interesting thing at, at the beginning of shows in New York. Uh, we went to the Pamela Rowland show. Alana Errington, our model, opened and closed that show, and we went... Um, Backstage, and we were there for that, you know, from beginning to end. Sometimes you're backstage for like three hours before the, the show actually starts. And as we were sitting there, Jeff was like, Who are these people that are coming backstage? It was getting close to showtime, and they were shooting an episode of The Real Housewives um, of New York. And seeing it was almost the full cast. I don't watch the show, but I obviously I am familiar with who they are. Um, watching them come into the room backstage where you have all the, the beautiful models that are getting ready to put on their first looks and to, and to line up for the show. And then you have these women who, you know, I would say most of them are in their 40s and 50s. I don't know what the age of everybody is, but the amount of effort um, that went into how they looked, um, I just observed it. It's the best people watching in the world, you guys. I can't even tell you what great people watching it is. I could do it all day long. Um, but there was a lot of lifting and glossing and 
adding to and, um, but it didn't appear confident to me. Or it was like a different kind of a, it was a putting on of something where the reality is for all of us, the most important effort that we have is not the external. The external obviously is part of it, but it's the internal work. It's the learning to own you, exactly how God made you. And with the dreams and the ambitions and the, it's all so important. And as we're navigating in these, these from beginning to end, which is almost five weeks of fashion week, the conversations that we're having are not necessarily, you know, what you're wearing or what you're doing. The reality is the conversations are filling them up with you belong here. You're good just as you are. You belong here. Uh, you bring something unique to the table. So when you walk into that room, and whether it's an interview, a casting, or whatever the, the, the room that you're walking into, learning how to walk in with a confidence that's an internal, not an external confidence, um, is a really beautiful thing. And I think it should be something that's critical in all of our lives to take the time to find that and fuel that. One of the girls on the, the whirlwind of this, you know, I talked to her a lot about taking this time to find herself and not look for the external um, validation from anybody. And it was really great to be at the end of Fashion Week. I had a conversation yesterday with one of the girls and how she has such an innate understanding of the value is as this brand new face, what she's learning day by day, where this is going to take her and keeping that mental place of the value and importance of that instead of being 500 steps ahead of herself. The overthinking is the hard part. And I know that that's just not for an aspiring model. That's true for all of us. And I'm a big believer in the power of what I speak. Um, and they'll tell you this. Our kids would tell you this, and our models would tell you this. If they speak something negative, I say, don't say that. It may not even be negative. It could be questioning. Well, I don't know how they felt about me. You don't have to know. All that you have to know is that you feel good about you. The work of what you tell yourself, um, the value of filling your own tank, the value of... of entering into the day knowing that there's work that needs to be done first and foremost that's an internal it's an internal job it's a it's a encouraging yourself i've talked about a lot there's one little verse david encouraged himself i'm like it's our job to encourage ourselves it's also important to learn to have the voices that you let speak the loudest in your life be positive ones um, I know that sometimes that can be hard if, if you have a family member or somebody that has a tendency to look on the not-so-bright side of it. But I thought it was really interesting, too, how another one of our girls, because you're in the trenches, and I understand if you have parents that are back in the United States just wanting to know what's happening, what's happening, but in the, the world of castings and, and booking these jobs, 95% of the time, you don't know what's happening, and you may not know until the end. And so 
keeping that mental place of going, I'm just taking one day at a time, I'm gonna focus on the activity of what I'm doing and not the immediate results. So I'm gonna focus on on filling my tank and being the most prepared I can. And then the real goal is to have the physical manifestation of that happen. So you know how when you go to see somebody do a sport or um, play a game and the mental pre preparation of them, psyching themselves up, listening to music that's encouraging. Um, I think that we should all do that every day. You're preparing to literally take, leave the safety of your, the comfort of your home and hopefully enter out into the world and impact it and, and, and carry a confidence where you can look at people and encourage each other. And if you become more focused on building that thing that's inside of you, valuing yourself for the right reasons, not the external, but the internal, guess what? You're going to walk through life with an assuredness and a confidence that is a different kind than the facade of, oh, I'm so confident, but you're not really. Um, it's, it's, it's an effort that when you get in the habit of it, it can be powerful. And if you don't know how to do that or you don't know how to start with that, find somebody that's encouraging listening to this podcast. I listen to so many podcasts. I listen to so many great songs that are encouraging. I read books that make a difference. So when people go, how are you so optimistic? Well, it's one of the most important things in my life that I put effort into. And then if I can do that, then as we're traveling around the world, or at the very end by that time, Jeff had been traveling for a month straight. He's tired. He should be. There's fatigue. It's it's not just physical tiredness. It's mental. It's emotional. Because you're pouring yourself into um, the people around you. And you may do that if you're a mother or if you're in a group of friends. It, it, I don't care what age you are. It, it's, it's part of the challenge of life. So my encouragement to you is this. Know that you are so unique and that you really do have something to offer to your world that it's a responsibility to take care of yourself first to get the oxygen mask first so that you can then go out and make a big impact in the world around you. And you walk, when you walk in, I guarantee you people are going to see you in a different way because the countenance in which you carry yourself, the confidence, and know that you are exactly as you were meant to be. And if you don't forget, go to CBS this morning and watch the interview with Lizzo. It's a good one. It's so wonderful to reconnect. Um, I'm excited over the next several weeks. We're going to be talking a lot about tribute, a lot about the event that we're doing for the first time, a day filled with this kind of stuff that is going to be open to the public. And we really hope that all of you join us. But in the meantime, make this a great week. Be gentle and kind with yourself. And I will talk to you next Monday.